We said I love you, and that was it. A mother recalls the last phone conversation she had with her daughter on what seemed to be a normal Tuesday. But there was nothing normal about that day, because this mother's world would be changed forever. I'm Jennifer Blades, and this is The Unanswered Podcast, Season 2, Cold as Ice. It was January 12, 2016, in Fulton County, Georgia. 17-year-old Westlake High School junior Randisha Love left her house on a seemingly typical Tuesday morning. She caught the bus, and like always, she was texting her mother, a sort of play-by-play of her morning routine. She told her that she made it safely on the bus, and like most parents, wrote back saying, have a great day, and that she loved her. Randisha wrote back that she loved her too, and they ended the conversation there. Mother and daughter continued their day without incident. Randisha at school and Katara at work. It wasn't until around 4.30 when Katara received a call from Randisha, letting her know that she had arrived home safely. The phone call didn't last long, and once again, they shared I love yous and hung up the call. Katara, along with her three children, had recently moved into a neighborhood in College Park with her parents. College Park is known for its southern hospitality and is minutes away from downtown Atlanta. It's the fourth largest urban historic home district in Georgia and adjacent to the Hartsfield-Jackson Atlanta airport. According to Katara, since they just moved there, she really didn't know any of the neighbors. After work, she picked up her son from basketball practice and grabbed some dinner along the way. And she started to feel a little uneasy. She told Dateline, quote, As I was on my way home, Randisha wasn't picking up her phone. I know she's always listening to music on her phone, but when her phone was going to voicemail, it really started to scare me. But I didn't say anything. I just went home as usual. End quote. Katara and her son exited the car, grabbing their belongings. Her son entered the home first, to an unlocked door. When Katara finally entered the home... She found her son just standing there with what she described as a crazy look on his face and in a daze. She started calling Randisha's name and there was no answer until her son looked down and said, quote, Ma, she's right there, end quote. Katara looked down and saw Randisha lying in a pool of blood on the floor. From what they later learned, from the medical examiner's autopsy was due to at least three medium-caliber yellow metal bullets. As you can only imagine, that had to be the most horrifying sight for this mother and brother to see. Qatar told Dateline, quote, My mind knew she was gone, but my heart... I'm sorry. But my heart couldn't take it. I'm calling her name and calling her name, and she's not moving. It was the worst thing in my life. The absolute worst. End quote. Worried that someone might still be in the house, Katara and her son called the police and fled to a nearby church. When they made it back to the house, the police arrived. It's unclear as to who the murderer was. And if Randisha opened the door because it was someone she knew, or did they force their way in? Did they just walk into the home because the door was unlocked? But according to her mother, 
Rendisha was responsible, so she felt her forgetting to lock the door was unlikely. So we're left with so many unanswered questions. And with no witnesses to speak of, this makes the investigator's job so much harder. Police reported that nothing was stolen and that there were no signs of sexual assault. Katara spoke of what a good girl her daughter was and how she had no idea who could have done this to her. Katara doesn't believe that Rendisha would have opened the door to a stranger. So I'm wondering, I mean, be it that she was new in town, did she meet someone at school or in the neighborhood that she invited over knowing that her family wouldn't be home and not knowing that this person was dangerous? This case is so bizarre because what would make someone shoot a 17-year-old straight-A student in their home? Katara made a statement to the public where she said, quote, to whomever killed her, just to know that they broke my heart. They took my soul. They took my soul away. They just broke me as a person, as a mother, as a child, as a sister. Like, I'm no longer the same as I was January 12, 2016, end quote. Investigators really have very little to go on. It appears that that day, Rendisha only made two phone calls to her mother. The neighborhood they lived in wasn't known as a high crime area, and there was no known motive to speak of. Investigators made a plea to the 11th and 12th grade students at Westlake High School to see if there were any rumors or suspicions, you know, surrounding Rendisha's case. To this day, nothing has been publicly shared if anyone came forward with any clues. Rendisha had such a sweet smile. She sang in the church choir and tutored younger students in math. She had dreams of going to the Air Force and was looking forward to attending her senior prom and graduating in May. Please, if you know anything that can help bring Rendisha's killer to justice, and get answers for her family, I urge you to call the Fulton County Police Department at 404-613-6529. Or if you want to stay anonymous, you can call Crime Stoppers at 404-577-8477. Thank you for listening. Up next, this week's Ice Cold Bonus Case. This week's ice cold case takes place in Houston, Texas. On Friday, December 29, 1989, at approximately 7.15 a.m., a female employee arrived to work at the then Charter Bank Building at 5433 Westheimer Road when she saw a body lying partially in the shrubbery and on the sidewalk leading to the office building. She immediately called 911 to report what she saw. Houston police officers responded to the scene to find the victim dead from a gunshot wound to the head. Detectives found no positive identification on the victim and had no luck identifying her by her fingerprints. Detectives described her as being Hispanic, approximately 16 to 22 years of age, standing approximately 5'7 and weighing around 160 pounds. 
She had long, wavy black hair and was wearing a white t-shirt, black Lee jeans, black socks, and black Coaster brand shoes. The Houston Police Department Homicide Division Cold Case Squad needs your help. If you know who this unidentified woman is, or if you know someone that went missing around that time and fits the victim's description, please contact the Cold Case Squad at 713-308-3618 or Crime Stoppers at 713-222-TIPS. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to rate the show and tell a friend. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at The Unanswered Podcast for updates and more information from today's show. If you have a case suggestion, go to theunanswerdpodcast.com to submit your request. Join us every Tuesday for a new episode. Until next time, stay safe.